Get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola.
You said one can put 1,000, two can put 10,000 to fight. And we're putting the flight right now, fear, and picking up the faith of a mustard seed that you said we could tell the mountain to move and it will obey. So mountain, we are commanding you to move right now. Any challenge that your people may have, let them not be a fear but a faith and see clearly every opportunity and any obstacle. As we're going out there to do great exploits in your name, we'll be careful to acknowledge you in all of our ways. We'll also be careful to recognize you in our resources. We thank you, we honor you. I want to bless your name and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, okay, family, this is this is serious. I want you guys to know something that that does not only like having is like this uh person who's just said, you know what, I, I am just going to work for you, God. I'm just going to do what you tell me to do, God. I'm just going to, I, I mean, I, it doesn't matter how wild or how crazy or far-fetched away from what I could think or fathom. I'm just going to do what you tell me to do. And when we start reading our first uh, scripture, Matthew 6 and 33, it goes back to, now it's going to be close to about 12 years ago, uh, close to 12 years ago that I heard the whisper of the Lord whisper this exact scripture in my ear. At this moment, I was pregnant a little over 11 years ago. I was pregnant with Caden. I know it had to be going close to 12 because I could remember. I was pregnant with Caden. And it's like, even though Caden is now 11, running those long legs, doing all that stuff, I could literally see myself driving to church. On this day, I went to church alone. I was so afraid of what my life was going to be turning to. I was working with Caden, and... I was afraid because I said, oh, my gosh, I'm about to have another baby, and our son at home is not even walking yet, and he's 10. And the business I had, I was a hairstylist. How in the world are we going to make it? Because if I don't go to work, we don't have money. Robert was in construction, and it was starting to get kind of see. And he whispered this scripture, Matthew 6 and 33, in my ear as I went to church sobbing, went in there, came out still sobbing. Have you ever been there? Heard the word of God and it felt like nothing changed. And then I was driving down the hill from church and I heard this. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. 
Many people will say, I know the kingdom. But what about this righteousness thing? Your rights, the rights that you have as a believer to have dominion over the things of this earth and even your obstacles. Proverbs 4, 25 through 27, as we go in to the focus. First and foremost, it's talking about what should you be focusing on. First, seek the kingdom and its righteousness and, 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 and his righteousness. God's rights that he gave to us as believers to turn every obstacle into an opportunity. And Proverbs 4, 25 through 27 says, now this, let your eyes look straight ahead and let your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established by who? Of course, by God. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. I actually have been in prayer and fasting with God and I heard him tell me on some challenges, some obstacles, keep going. I need you to hear me, guys. I'm just 100 every day. I don't know how to do anything different. And when God gave us already that focus and effort will determine your results. But then now you have to ask yourself, what type of focus am I giving it? Most people, they're used to telling themselves half truth, that I am totally focused. Nothing else is getting my attention but what I need to do to get the results. Most people don't have that type of focus. They have to be taught how to have that type of focus. And we want to talk about this. We're talking about undiluted Not distracted, but concentrated focus. The first thing you need to identify is what's the obstacle so you can understand where should your focus be to move through the opportunity. And I want you to write down obstacle is the past. The opportunity is my future. Obstacle is my past. Opportunity is my future. Because, see, if you focus in the obstacle, not only is it becoming an obstacle because of maybe some experience, something that reminded you of something in your past that you had failure with, whether it was yesterday or even a few minutes ago. Do you understand that a second ago is your past? And then you're in your present right now, and you get to decide, where am I going? Most people don't understand that you don't never stay right there. People say, I don't go anywhere. You don't never stay right there because time is always moving. Many people are living in their past. And that's why they see something as an obstacle. But if you see it as an opportunity, you're going to keep moving. You're going to keep looking straight. You are going to make sure that you are getting your path and getting your steps established by God, and you already know that it's your right to win. 
So let's talk about some of the obstacles. As you're coming in the queue and you give me an obstacle, and let's work out how you can start thinking of an opportunity in your obstacle. I want you to go down the path that God has taken me into turning every lemon in my life into lemonade. I have had my share of obstacles that I've turned around to my good. And most of the obstacles, it starts off what happens in your personal life that you now begin to associate it with your professional life. Am I giving you some truth on today? Because most people have never been successful in the profession of network marketing. A lot of them have probably tried. I'm talking about had success. I'm not saying you tried your hand at it. I'm talking about had success where there was a concentrated focus because network marketing is an industry that has so many companies where there are million and multi-million dollar earners. And everybody will try to convince themselves that their company is better, their product is better, everything is better, because that's what they feel is required to get someone to give focus or concentrated focus to a particular company. But I'm here to let you know that there's a common denominator to the stories of the top earners. It was at some point that they made a decision they would no longer live in their past. That's why you hear the rag to riches stories. That's why those type of stories are so compelling. And there was a turning point where the obstacles of their past or the obstacles that they were living in, they decided to make it their path and move forward toward the opportunity. They began to use the fact that they were uh, not accepted as an opportunity to go out and meet new people and go into a whole nother circle. They began to use the obstacle of I'm not good at sales and that opportunity opened them up maybe to invest in themselves in some training, invest in themselves in getting mentorship and that opportunity opened up world, a whole new world. I know for me there was an obstacle when I was in a company and I saw them going down the wrong road. It just did not identify with my values and that obstacle led me to the opportunity of two of my dearest, most powerful mentors in my life that I talk about nearly every day with you guys, whether it's Dr. Miles Monroe or D.C. Cordova, who opened me up to begin to truly understand wealth principles. And any time when I come into a challenge, whether it's in the kingdom or the natural, Dr. Monroe has given me or has left something where I can go and get a reference of this is how I handle this obstacle, and I'm going to turn it around into the opportunity. And the opportunity always ends up being you're coming out better, never bitter. You start seeing possibilities out of impossibility. D.C. Cordova, she was the one who stood and said to me, never let money stand in between something, you and something that you want. Money is not the only resource to creating success. People are the greatest resources to create success. And so if you give value to people, success is inevitable. Let's come in the queue right now and talk about the obstacle and let's 
Do some work. Let's do some coaching and talk about how to turn it into opportunity. Let's open up the call right now. We have 305 last four, 2121. Are you there? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, God bless you as well. So um, let's talk about the answer that you might have. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mom. Go ahead, Miss um, Clean. I'm sorry. What were you sharing? Uh, I'm new into the business. I just joined um, this week, as a matter of fact. Wow, um, wow. I haven't had any obstacles as of yet, but I have been um, sharing the business with others. So that's where that's where I am now. But I I have the I'm I'm ready to go get it because my past is my past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to see a greater future, just like how you said. You you look at yourself and you say, I I need a better tomorrow. So that's mm-hmm. where I am right now. I want a better tomorrow. I want to leave a legacy to my kids and my grandchild. So with that yeah. being said, what's your name, Queen? What's your name? Vanessa Vanessa Tillman. Okay, so Vanessa, God bless you. So with that being said, it takes not just focus, concentrated focus. So we say, listen, for you to be successful in network marketing, uh, you need to learn how to get customers, business partners. And then eventually teammates, because if not, you're just doing direct sales. And direct sales will keep you working for the rest of your life. Okay? Okay. So you're going to eventually want to build up some team members and then move into creating leaders. First, in duplication, you create team members who are actually doing the same thing you were doing, getting business partners and customers, right? But now when you start creating leaders, these are people that would work without you. So with that being said, that takes concentrated focus that most people are Hello? All right, so can you guys hear me okay? I don't know what happened. Something happened to us. All right, perfect. So you want to know that the obstacle is going to be the concentrated focus, the concentrated focus. And when we're talking about that, that means time that's set aside because focus and effort is going to cost you time, energy, not just I'm sitting there. With my energy, something else, and then many times money. Clarify to yourself, am I really concentrating and focused in this area? Sometimes 
it feels like, oh, my gosh, this is boggling my mind. But most people don't want to go through the boggling and the toggle until they get to the bright future, the opportunity. So let's let's go to the next caller. I think that one dropped off. 708 last four four three one seven. Let's talk about an obstacle and let's let's turn this into an opportunity here uh, for our family. Good morning. Seven oh eight last four four three one seven. Good morning. Hey, good morning. This is Marilyn Fitzgerald. How you doing? I'm amazing, Queen. How are you? I am well. Thank you for uh taking the call. And you know, I was sitting here and you know I said, okay, what is the obstacle? And I'm just kind of like going through what has just been, you know, consistent with me as I continue to be focused. And it just seems like the 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 price, because I'm dealing with a very high-end um, purchase, that a lot of the obstacles, it seems like, you know, is affordability for the people. And... With that, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I hear you say it's clean hands, you know, open heart, clean hands, to not just pure heart, clean hands, pure heart, yeah, pure heart, clean. And it's like it's it's like for me to just be patient with this idea that, you know, to stay with this because I know that, you know, people are it's times where we are people can't they can't afford things, and so okay, you know. and, and so with that, it's just being patient with with that idea of having clean hands, pure heart, that with the focus that I have, that the things mm-hmm. will turn. They will start to turn. And I think that, okay. you know, that, that's my biggest challenge really is just to stay in that that presence, that thought of just staying focused with the clean hands and pure heart. Okay, let me ask you this question, Marilyn. You 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 said the obstacle you believe is that people can't afford things. I'm gonna tell you yeah. right now mm-hmm. that anytime the person who's making the offering believes that people can't afford it, the obstacle is you. Mm. If you're talking to people, I learned this a long time ago. That if you're identifying with what you're bringing, that the value is not worth the investment because that's what you said is that they can't afford it. Is that really true? Is it no, really it's true not. that people could not afford it? Okay, so write that down. Write that okay. down. Let's talk about the opportunity here because the obstacle is you first and foremost. Because okay. were you able to afford it? Because it sounds like you enrolled in a business. Were you able to afford it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, stop right there. I got another question. Is there sure. anyone else in your business other than you? Yeah. I'm talking about not directly enrolled to you. I'm talking about to your company, your master company. Is there anybody else in the business? Okay, wait a minute. Can you say that again? Is there anyone in else in the business? Are you in a company by yourself? Are you in a company by yourself? Yes or no? No. Is there anyone else in your business? Okay. So you got other people yeah. in the business. You were able to afford it. Has anyone in your company ever sold what you're trying to do to anyone and, and get any results? Yeah. Any successful they, they people in your to... company? There yes, are. they are. Are there any super successful yeah. people in your company? Is there anybody who's yeah. doing six figures? 
Is anyone that you said this again? Yes. Yes. Okay. It boils down to what is called deservability. And mm. I know this is a kind of far-fetched deal to where you have to have a focus that you deserve to be at the top. That you get to the top with people who know that they belong there, number one. But whatever next level you're trying to go to, you have to know that you deserve that next level. The obstacle is not the product or the service and affordability because that's not true. I have been in rooms where I have seen people enroll in programs that say $100,000. Do you know that people buy houses for that amount in some cities? And they are able to afford it. Is your product $100,000 for service? No, it's not. The obstacle is you. And you have to encourage and you have to be in the affordable, you have to be in a deservability. And then now the next thing is, is that you got to not be afraid to network with people who are looking for what you have. Because if you don't feel like you truly deserve it, you're going to stay with whatever's the lowest and fruit for you, what's more comfortable for you, people that think like you, people that, that you know, you deal with people that think like you and you think that they can't afford it, they know they can't afford it once they talk to you. When people sometimes use the same exact and people will say, I'm using the system, I'm using the script. And you're like, well, I'm not getting the results that they're using. It must be some secret. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some people that twist and turn, count plans, what have you. But I have been in this industry nearly 11 years and never had to twist and turn a comp plan and made millions, plural, of dollars. The focus and the effort. And what I'm doing had to become a priority. And that's why the personal development is so key. You need to seek out and go and Google things that will increase, increase your mindset toward money or your mindset towards the value of money. Because some people have a very tainted relationship with money and they transfer it to anybody they connect with. Those are the leaders that can't get anyone to a training because when people say, I don't have the money, they accept that excuse versus show them an opportunity of, hey, that's why you need to be to training so you can start having money. People their money for what they see of high value what they see, feel a solution up to a problem that they have that they can't deal with anymore. So when you're talking to people and you're able to identify their pain points, you can turn that obstacle of I don't have money into the opportunity for them to now have money by whatever it is you're offering. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. You got to pick up your deservability. That's where okay. my father's script came from when I used to ask people, and they say, they start, I say, what is it, the money? And some of them would be like, no, especially if you're talking to a, a macho guy, no, it's not a problem with the money. Well, I'm not sure. What is the, what is the problem? Maybe we can help. 
Jordans that probably are sometimes $200, $300, $400. They're buying sneakers that are valued at uh, uh, $3,000 sometimes or whatever, whatever the price is, because they saw a value in it. They'll scrape it up. They'll scrape up coin for what they see value in. But the person on the other side offering it, they better believe in it, okay? We're turning obstacles into opportunity. Thank you so much for your share. You are so amazing, uh, Marilyn Fitzgerald. 404 last four seventy seven fifty. Good morning to you. God bless you. Good morning, Dr. Nicola. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you, please? <laughs> I'm amazing. I'm amazing. This is Nashanta out of Atlanta. And I want to first say thank you. Thank you so much for pouring into us every day. Um, I don't take these calls at all for granted. I, I hop out there every morning because I, I need it in my soul. I need power to start your day in my soul to begin my day every day. And I thank you. I thank you for that so much. So, so um, I wanted, I wanted to just share a few obstacles that I'm having in my business, and I've been What's continuing the to have first? them. Let's stop first. <laughs> Give me the primary one because sometimes the primary one is just the symptom to the others. Let's talk about the primary one. What do you feel is the biggest mountain that you're having or the biggest obstacle? Oh, my current hardships, my my current financial hardships. Um, throughout my household, through, I mean, just, yeah, that's, that's like my biggest blockage, why I feel like I'm, um, I've allowed it to almost scale me back or not feel like I'm not worthy enough because I'm having those financial hardships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question. Uh, have you ever heard of anyone who was successful that had financial hardships before their success? Yes, yes. And I know it's important for me to serve my way out. I know I have to serve my way out. Okay. So let's talk and about the next the, obstacle. The next obstacle, because see, we're getting down to it right now, that the obstacles will always come back to most of the time. Remember, we talked about obstacles in your past, even if it was a minute ago. <laughs> But you have to make the decision, yeah. stand right now, and make the decision that you're pushing towards opportunity, which is your future. Right? Don't just listen to the cause. I want you to take it in. You said in your soul. You, you, when you're talking about your soul, especially talking about what power starts your day, we're talking about in, in mm-hmm. the way that kingdom uh, describes the soul, defines the soul, is that is the decision factory. Your mind, yeah. your will, and your intellect. Right? So your mind and your will, your intellect, your intellect is going to be the way you perceive the information that's presented to you. It's not just your book sense, because people can have book sense and still not understand what they read or never be able to apply it. But your will is what's going to cause you to go out there and take action or don't take action if you don't have enough will. It's not going to cause you to make effort in the area of what you're focusing in. So let me ask you this question right here. When you hear, I'm in, in, in a hardship, can you, can you put a number to that hardship? Have you quantified what that hardship is? Because sounds like hardship to me, you can correct me if I'm wrong, it means money. I, I don't have enough money to either sustain or pay all my bills or whatever. Can you define it for us? 
What are you talking about? Yes, yeah, what does that mean? That's 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 correct. That's correct. Not paying not paying my bills, things going, um, falling by the wayside, or you know, um, I have two children, and being a mother, you you want to keep things in order. You, I mean, just mm-hmm. things falling apart. <laughs> you trying to go out here Don't and worry. build someone else up. Is <laughs> it's, it's hard. Start when, talking when about the again. I want you to. I want you to. I want you to hear yourself, and the language that you're using is of destruction. And some like people might say, "No, Nicola, that's her reality. You can't tell her what she's going through." I'm telling you that it's your perspective of what you're going through. That's the only way that now you'll first be able to accept that there may be an opportunity for a different perspective and it will change your effort. If your perspective is that what I'm going through is so hard, so painful, I can't push through. It seems like I can't even get up and move. Have you felt like that on some days? I I have, but God keeps me moving. I I don't stop moving. Okay. Okay, so listen. I don't stop. Right? So you're saying you're not stopping moving, but I just talked to the first caller about your perspective and your energy. Do you know that energy transfers to the people you're around? Yes, absolutely. So when I said, what's the obstacle? Do you know that your description of the obstacle is pretty much what you believe is your reality right now? Yes. Said, but I didn't hear at the end that you said, yeah, it looks like this, but I know where I'm going. I didn't hear that energy that I am moving through this. I'm passing through this. I heard like this is debilitating me. This is paralyzing me. Some people might say different. I have been training people for over a decade of how to move past their current circumstance. So I know that there will be spirits of fear and doubt and defeat and failure but on the other side is the opportunity to, for you to choose a different focus. The first thing says is seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all the things will be added to you. The first thing you need to do is write down what do you need to be added to you. Is there a clear, definite goal that you're focusing on? You might be moving, but are you moving toward a specific target? What's the specific yes. target? Can you quantify what that target is? I need to earn $4,000. I need to earn. What, can you identify the target? Yes, I have my goals written um, to be to purchase a home, to earn 6000 a month. Six, Yes, 6000 a month. I have my goals of um, purchasing the Pacific car I want. I, I put okay. goals on it, and I set out to attain it every day. That's powerful. So do you know that those large goals, and I call them large, that they are accompanied by small wins first? So I see your, maybe your goal, and you got to give it a, a deadline, or it's not a goal, right? It's your, it's your dream mm-hmm. with a deadline. So you might say, I want to earn $6,000, and that's by one, by the end of $6,000 a month, by the end of 20, whatever the year we're in, or when, when is that, that, that $6,000 need to materialize for you? Because it's there. Everything you need is already in the spirit realm. It's about how you now call it to you. Are, are you feeling me? Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
See, there's yes, some people I'm that wouldn't saying. be able to tell you. It's there. How do you know it's there? Do you know anyone else that's making $6,000 a month or more? Yes, in our industry. Of course. So, so that I, means that it's there. <laughs> it just hasn't come to your house yet, right? Yes. And it's on its way. Oh, yeah, it's on its way, but how? What is the daily method of operation, and what are the daily or the weekly goals that you need to earn? Because at $6,000, that's around $1,500 per week inside of a four-week month. Are we, are we clarifying this right here? $1,500. So do you know exactly what does it take in your company to earn $1,500 a week? Do you have that written down? I do have it written down um, for me to okay. gain for me to gain um, three clients and two agents per week. That's per week. Well, at my title, week? yes, at my title, it will give me about eighteen hundred dollars a week. Okay, so you need to do that. Okay, so what are your efforts? What's your plan today? Let me hear what your calendar sounds like today. If you need to do that per week. And we're already a few days into the week. What is your plan per day? And then what happened on yesterday? We call it pace um, well, to win both, the race. What happened on yesterday? Yes. Well, what happened on yesterday, I went out. Um, my, my daily method of operation, um, I have two times where I go out and prospect. I don't – and I know you post a prospect while you're out, but I'm typically not out um, because – of the money situation, I'm not just going out, but I do go out and, and meet people. So yesterday mm -hmm. I met about six people. My goal is 10 each day, but yesterday I met six people, um, and we spoke. I got their numbers, um, and they received my numbers as well. My thing is the follow-up. I go ahead and, and send them some information mm -hmm. or get them in that, get, um, that Wealth and Credit Secrets group, which um, I utilize that often. <laughs> But I, I struggle with the following up. Sometimes I schedule the um, three-way call, and I can't get them back on the phone. But um, not to be okay. away, I know you asked me what my mess, daily method of operation. Yesterday, um, I, yesterday I spent um, yesterday strategizing. I went out twice to um, speak to a few people. But I, yesterday I was um, totally strategizing on my week. I have a, a, a meeting with the pastor this week and um, just getting some things in order for me to be prepared um, throughout the week because I, I totally I want to crush it this week. I applaud you. And the first thing I want you to do is be able to, when you get a question asked, listen to the extreme question and, and then you want to answer the question because I can see you missing it with a prospect if they ask a question and you give them information that they did not ask for, right? Because I, I, I'm, I'm training you guys to be sharper than sharp. The first thing I asked you was, what is the obstacle? Now you said, okay, the obstacle is my hardship. And then now the obstacle is your follow-up. If the fortune is in the follow-up and your obstacle is in the follow-up, could you focus on follow-up with the people that, because if you didn't follow up with the people from yesterday, well, I'm sure the people from last month you didn't either, right? Oh, I follow up with them. They don't typically answer my phone, phone call mm -mm, when I do mm -mm. follow up. Like we are scheduling um, follow-ups, but I can't get them back on the phone. Can I give you a, a straight-up answer that everybody gets that, even top leaders? 
you're talking about a part of it. That's why you say it's a percentage. It's typically when you're new, 10% that you're actually going to crush or close. 10%. So that means 90% may not answer and may not come to your come to where you're needing. So that's that's not an obstacle. That's just what it is. That's not an obstacle. Okay. That's the nature of your business. So now what how can we turn this into an opportunity? Your follow-up. How can we turn it into an opportunity? Can you see anything? I see it, but I want you to see it. Can you see how you can turn it up? Um, by by talking to more people. I know that the um, power is in the numbers. There you go. The opportunity is now I realize what my challenge is. I can actually increase my numbers so I can increase my closure rate. If I know that 90% is kind of like what's going to not say yes for me, at the end of the day, I got to go through the numbers so I can increase my chances of the yes. And guess what? That's just practicing to get paid. Your perspective needs to not be no one's answering because that in itself, that language in itself is defeating. It's I'm calling till I get an answer. There's a difference. I'm following up until I get an answer today. I'm not going to sleep until I close somebody today. And one other little small clip, a slight edge. Jeff, also you can go get that book. How are you strategizing while the wicker's already in if you're in a hardship and you need to get to moving? You miss the day in strategizing? You strategize at that night before you go to bed after the kids are asleep so that the next day you're moving. Remember our first scripture was making the best use of your time because the days are evil. The time is moving regardless. So if you're in a hardship, there needs to be an urgency where there's never a waste of time. 888. If you're using the internet calendar, your strategizing should never come in the days that you should be working. Does that make sense? Unless yeah. you've already done your yeah. work for the day. Because you're now missing a day. And a day behind on pace to win the race, now you got to compound and make up for that day that you missed. And if you're already challenged in that area, I could see you missing your goals over and over and over. And that's we not an option. We want to set you up for the win. That's not an option. So today, you got to do the work that you're supposed to do when you were strategizing. You got to do double. Are you up for that? Oh, yeah. Well, that means oh, yeah. you got to go out and meet people, or you, you have any other opportunities or ways that you can talk to people? Have you exhausted everyone in your contact list? Yes. You've so how many contacts you got in your how many contacts you got in your book? Um, I have about two hundred and fifty almost. Um, yeah, almost two two fifty, two seventy. Two fifty, two seventy? And you you are not you're not making money out of two hundred and fifty or two hundred and seventy contacts? Inbox me, please. No, Inbox we... me. Inbox me. I, we can't we can't don't go any longer. Inbox me, please. 
There's something wrong with I the system. Be. Mayday, mayday. Mayday, mayday. Listen, guys, I love you. This was long, but I think that people are hearing some of themselves inside of our amazing caller. I know that you hear yourself, and I know that you're starting to get the idea that the obstacle is huge. That's the biggest obstacle. I love you guys. We're going to keep moving because we're going to talk tomorrow on effort. I love you. Take care. Inbox me now.